104.7's Ryan and Tanya. Today is gonna be a good day. This is Weekend Breakfast. With Ryan and Tanya. Yes, good morning. Ryan, John and Tanya Hennessy hanging out with you through till 9 o'clock this morning on this long weekend in oh, Sydney. I forgot about the long weekend. Yep, so everyone who's heading out of town, uh, thanks for tuning in this morning. A lot of people from out of town coming Welcome. into the big smoke for the long weekend. So if you haven't met us before, we are, as per the ratings the other day, the number one radio show in Sydney. So it's a, Us it's on the weekend. On the week, this show right now. <laughs> the one day a week show. Is the watermark for entertainment in this country. Benchmark, so not a watermark. <laughs> no, it's the top line. And then as we scoop down, <laughs> it's every other show. <laughs> right. Don't question my lies. No, I worry for you. Hey, uh, 131060, I'd love to hear from baristas up next because baristas have beef oh, yeah. with my keep cup. Oh, those colourful cuppy things? Yeah, they're like reusable coffee cups and they're saving the planet. And you're welcome. They're really cute. Yeah, and they're all the bright colours. Uh, they're sort of a plastic rubbery cover, colour. And anytime I go, I reckon seriously half the cafes I've taken it into, you sort of get this... Uh, really? Yeah, right past it here. And I want to know what people's beef is with this thing because I thought I was doing the right thing. Yeah. Well, I don't have one, so I'd be interested to know as well. Yeah. So Def- you're really getting an eye roll. Defend just for, yourself, baristas. Just for taking in a keep cup. Yeah, I know it's hard. You're working on your moustache and watching Portlandia. I get it. But if you could just help me with my coffee, I'd really appreciate it. All right, we'll hear their defence up next. It's Weekend Breakfast with Ryan and Tanya. Are you taking beef with this week, mate? Baristas. Yeah, baristas. Well, they've got beef. Do they? And I've got beef with their beef. Here's why. Every time I take my keep cup in, they roll their eyes at me. This is like plastic, they're colourful kind of coffee containers that you can reuse, you right? You can reuse them. They last for three years, right? And, uh, I would have I've, thought they would have lasted forever. Well, they, they like, you know, they'll guarantee it for yeah, three yeah, years. Yeah. But I would assume, yeah, they would probably last for ages. Um, can I drop you with some facts about why these Keep Cups are important? Yeah, go on. You sponsored? F- yeah, by Jeep. Jeep.com.au. <laughs> 500 billion disposable <laughs> coffee cups are produced every year. 500 billion. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, and I was watching on War of Waste the other day, this new show on the ABC, and it turns out that whilst like 95% of them are paper, it's that other little bits. Oh, it's on the inside. It's like a coating, I think. Yeah, and Maybe. that makes them not recyclable. Oh. And here's another, here's another fact for you. One million coffee cups are put into the ground, into landfill, every minute. How many minutes? One million per minute. Wow. Yeah. Now, I'm no eco-warrior, but my, my girlfriend and I, we bought each other these keep cups because, you know, you just, at least I'm doing something. Yeah. Everyone goes, oh, at least I'm just trying something yeah, to do it. the right thing. Mm. And, I, and this is our little thing that mm. we try to do. But every time I go into a cafe and I go, oh, can you just put it in here? It's like, oh. And this huge eye roll. Like, they're doing me some massive favour and it's like some huge disservice. But, like, they're not paying for a cup. Right. I'm like, I don't want to tell them how to run their cafe, but I would have thought I'm saving them, like, a couple of cents on a cup or something, right? That's what I would have thought. And also, (laughs) environmental-wise. I feel like such a, like, on my high horse going, sorry for trying to save the world (laughs) with my one cup. Yeah, (laughs) thank you very much. Um, But 131060 is our phone number. Eric, have you copped this sort of thing as well? Yeah, absolutely. And I was talking to the local coffee shop and uh, the guys there were saying the reason they don't like keep cups is because when they get them into the system, quite often people have just tipped their coffee out and they've still got their lip marks around the mouth of the cup. And as they're moving the cup along the process, they're, you know, touching people's lip marks and, oh. and they feel that that's, you know, contaminating the barista. Yeah, it's, oh. like it's, not, it's not super clean. Crystal, have you experienced this? 
No, I'm the judgmental person that you give the key cup to. Oh, you're the barista. Yeah, why don't you guys I like him? I am the barista. Why don't you oh like him? Oh, my God. Let me just start with the first reason. No one cleans them out properly. Duh. As that guy said before, it is disgusting. I can literally judge people just based on how clean their keep cup is. Oh, so when I, Tanya, when I rock back in with this one. Yeah, I mean, yours is foul. It's got, it's got <laughs> we we at least clean at least 100 to 200 keep cups a day. Really? Now, what you've got to think about is people are like coming in and want their coffee really fast because they just want to head over to work. Yeah. So they're cracking it at us because we're taking time to clean their keep cup. Because one, I don't want to touch lipstick. I want lipstick on my hands all day and I don't know where people's lips have been. Like, it's disgusting. And, and so how long do you reckon it takes to clean it? At least 30 seconds. All right. So, Crystal, you yeah, reckon if I people had clean, really clean keep cups came in, you would have no issue, wouldn't, you wouldn't eye roll at all? I wouldn't eye roll at all if it was a clean keep up. I was also wouldn't eye roll at all if people didn't come on with, with an 18-ounce keep cup. <laughs> how big's my... People come in, <laughs> like, people come in and, like, we judge them because we're just like, yeah, you're a cheapskate. Yeah, you have an extra large keep cup, knowing <laughs> that it's an extra large keep cup. Hang on. So when I go in there and I and I say, oh, I'll just get a, a small flat white, and then Tanya, what? You got the 18 out. <laughs> you bloody <laughs> cheapo. Ryan and Tanya have been thinking, and they want to know, is it a thing? Are you a dude who's putting pressure on your girlfriend to get married? Ooh. I... Want to know? Surely not. Just out of curiosity. Always the other way. Well, that's what you said the other week. You said, oh, you know, Bridget's putting pressure on me to get married. And this is a girl thing. Girls always put pressure on. And it's actually the reverse in my relationship. I'm sort of like pump the brakes. And Mm -hmm. Tom, my boyfriend, who was seven years younger than me, is so keen to get married. He wants to lock it down. He does. And I'm like, why? First of all, you've lived with me now for like, oh God, eight months. You know I'm a disaster fire. Why do you even want to marry me in the first place? But What's his answer? Why does he... he just, he's, he's... Not not for you particularly, but just why is marriage that something he's so keen on at the age of 21? How he's old is 24. He? He's almost 25. Oh, okay, right. I think it's just um, all his sisters are married. His parents are still married. He just... It means a lot to him. Yep. Um, but I guess for me, I never have grown up wanting to be married. Like, I never thought I would find anyone, to be yep. completely honest. And, you know, never I... thought you'd trick someone into thinking <laughs> exactly. this is worth marrying? Well, I also thought I'll just be a career lady. And, you know, I, I was never one of those kids who dreamed of getting married and never never imagined my big day. I still don't. Right. Because it's still... I guess the meaning isn't there for... I would rather get married... Uh, or, yeah, be married than have a wedding, if that right, yeah. makes any Wait, sense. What, where's Tom? Does he... Is both? Or is yeah, he married? wants both. He, I'd, yeah. I'd love to get it, like, elope in Greece and... I love Greece. And he's like, no, I want to get married. Now family be there. And every time this boy gets a few cordials under his cap. Yeah, which is pretty bloody regularly. So three (laughs) times a week and it happened last night. Yeah. The topic comes up. He gets drunk and the first thing he says to me is, I can't wait to marry you. We're going to get married one day. Will you marry me? So is it when he says that, will you marry me? Is he like, he's not genuinely proposing. He's just sort of like floating the idea. Mm -hmm. Has he ever actually, because I think the thing with guys is, is if they want to get married, that badly, surely he would just he would do he would it. Just pop the question. Yeah, but I keep saying I'm not ready. I'm not ready. You, are you, like I want him. What to- would you do if he actually, you know, set up something nice and took you to a nice friend or whatever it I was? I don't know. I don't know. You're too. You wouldn't want to break his heart. You'd just do it to not be mean. <laughs> I do want to marry him. Yeah. I do, and don't get me wrong. There's no one else I want to marry. There's no one else I want to be with. Yep. He is a wonderful human being, and I'm so lucky to have him. It's just that. I'm not ready to get married. I'm scared of it. I'm All terrified. Right. 131060. I 
I just don't reckon many guys are the one pushing for marriage. I feel like every single one of my mates is going, oh, every day the girl is just like, when are we doing this? When are we doing that? When can we lock it down? Oh, that'd be a good location. And all the guys are like, nah. So I know, I know. Is it a thing and the, the other way around? And the same with my relationships as yep. well. 13, 10, 60, is it a thing? The dude putting the pressure on the girl to get married. Ryan and Tanya have been thinking, and they want to know, is, is it, it a thing? Are you a dude who's putting pressure on your girlfriend to get married? I am so wanting to know whether or not this is a thing. It, it's in my relationship. Um, it comes up all the time because when my boyfriend has a few kids... Mm, which is pretty regular. Mate, you... It's which a, is surprising uh, considering he's underage. He's he not. doesn't get carded that often. <laughs> 24! Jeez, it's surprising he can get on the source. Are you sure you're 18? Yeah, nah, check out this. Mm. It's my brother. I mean, it's my ID. <laughs> he... Every time he has as, as a few, mm-hmm. and like you said, it is very regularly. Yeah, it's pretty regular. The thing that always comes up, and it, it's actually quite annoying, is that he's like, I can't wait to marry you. Let's get married. All the time. And like three times a week. <laughs> and look, it is lovely. It it's is so lovely. It's so funny. Most is, guys are like, oh, let's go to the strip. Oh, my girlfriend's here. Like, <laughs> he wants to lock it down. He He's super keen, and I'm a little bit resistant. And I, I think it's, it's quite interesting, because I wonder if anybody else is in this boat, because... I've asked my girlfriends and they're like, nah, I was, I've been, I've been the one coming, going, let's go, let's get married, let's get married. And the guys have been like, nah, nah, nah. And you're similar. Your girlfriend's like, come on, let's do it. You're like, nah, nah, nah. All my mate, all my guy mates are just like, what is with these girls? And they just can't come down. So I feel like I'm in a strange situation. When you say like, I didn't grow up dreaming of a wedding and blah, blah, blah. So regardless of like what you thought or assumed right now, why is the reason why you wouldn't want to? This is a real funny reason. And I know people won't understand this. Mm. Uh, like, you know, I have a public job and, you know, I, I'm in the public eye and stuff, but I'm actually terrified of um, people looking at me and walking down the aisle and picking stuff and... I don't know. I just the whole idea of a wedding is really intimidating to me, and mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's a bit like of an anxious thing that I, I that's makes me nervous. What if you skip that part and we're just married to Tom? Yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, I'd pr- well, <laughs> I'd probably just yeah, 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 yeah. It'd be fine. Okay, is yeah. it? Have I, have I just proposed? No, for no, Tom? no, 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 no. <laughs> I just I think the other thing is that you know Tom's only twenty four and I'm thirty one, and I sort of want him to have a little bit Sometimes. more life experience and like go do some crazy things so he doesn't want to do it later because I had the opportunity to go be loose and crazy and I sort of go, you go be loose and crazy. Go do your bus about time. Yeah, like go travel and be a weirdo and then then we can come together. Like obviously we'll always be be together. Let's write that down. Let's do it next week. Are you married and been on a Kentucky tour? <laughs> Wait, alone or together? Yeah. Um, oh, look, we'll take anyone here on our Sydney show for sure. But first of all, uh, let's head to Cronulla. Kayla, men wanting to get married more than the female. Is it a thing? Yeah. Yeah, it is. So tell us about your situation. Okay, so not mine, but it was my dad's situation. Right. So mum and dad have been married for 34 years now. Mm. My dad was dating, I think, being four other women before he dumped all of them and asked my mum out. So was, then was dumping his side hose a really big oh issue God. for your mum before she said yes? Yeah, it's like six weeks after he proposed to her. Oh, so he wasn't mucking around. He knew she was the one. Yeah. And so your mum said yes straight away or she was like, I, don't, I won't get engaged until you get rid of these other slags or what was the deal? <laughs> Um, I think, like, maybe in the weeks, like, leading up to it, he was, like, kind of hinting at the idea. Like, he wanted to buy, like, these wheels for his car, for his, like, Magnum or something, and then he uh, changed that money and got my mum, like, a diamond necklace instead to just show 
her how serious he was. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. That is an awesome tale. Kayla, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much for sharing it with us. Yeah, no worries. I mean, I don't think it's on topic, but a great story <laughs> nonetheless. <laughs> Let's go to Eddie. Hey, you were keen? Yeah, yeah, I was. I mean, I'm 22, but we've been together since uh, we were both 18. Yeah. And uh, for the last two years, I've been pushing for marriage. Still haven't gotten anywhere. We're engaged. But, yeah. That's a good sign. Oh, that is, I'd say that is somewhere, uh, Eddie. So how, how many times did you propose or how much convincing did it take of, of your partner? Um, I did one complete surprise proposal. I uh, got home from work, got her a chuck on a load of washing, and then set the room up to pose. Nailed it one. So, yeah. And if she yeah. had said no and left, at least the washing was on. Am I right, Eddie? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> out, it is a thing. <laughs> I'm surprised. So, I thought I was alone. Well, there's not heaps of people. Like, let's not get carried away. Okay. But uh, I'll take uh, it. Good luck to Tom with the proposal this weekend. No. Brian and Tanya. Brian and Tanya's. What? No, oh, no. She's just buying no, time. No, no, that's not. Verbal ping pong. I'm ready for this both mentally and physically. I'm in active wear for this game. <laughs> and also because I made a life choice. Yeah. Um, and how are the jeans fitting? How are the alternatives? <laughs> anyway, that's uh, not fitting. And also Topshop is shutting down, so I can't buy any more. Let's play this game. <laughs> I think you've mispronounced Lowe's or Kmart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not shopping at Lowe's, though. It's for blokes. Uh, so this is a category star game. Producer Maddie is the judge and adjudicator. Can't get one wrong. Can't repeat one. And you cannot think too long. Best out of three. Oh, I'm leading. 9-8. Uh, 9-8. Nine, eight. Nine, eight. I did claw my way back from like 8-3. <laughs> yeah. And then got it to 8 all. And then you've snuck ahead. You're Slaying. Little... Wow. Something. Don't look, say that word and lower those eyebrows like that to me. You're welcome. I'm ready, Maddie. <laughs> Are you ready, Ryan? Yeah, you know. What a great time of the week, guys. All right, let's do this. You ready? Uh, the reboot of The Mummy finally hit cinema screens earlier this week, starring Tom Cruise and, of course, our boy Russell Crowe. I'm not sure what makes him our boy, Big but rusty. here we are. Big Rusty, your first category, Russell Crowe Films. Oh. Ryan, take the lead. American Gangster. Oh, um, oh. One. Les Mis. Thank you. Russell Crowe is in Les Mis? Yeah. yeah. Really? He was the, the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, a Beautiful Mind. A beautiful mind too. Are you? <laughs> I don't know. Three hundred was he in three hundred? No. <laughs> a beautiful mind too. Did no one so say bad. Gladiator. That's what oh, I meant when I, when I said Cinderella Man. Are you guys? When I said three hundred, I meant Gladiator. Mm. Well, I'll take it. Thank you very much. Wow. Okay. You know, I was working at Luna Park. Stilt walking was my first day. I <laughs> know, long story. And I walked <laughs> I'll, out. I'll wait for the bit that has something to do with Russell Crowe. <laughs> I walked out. No, no, no. And there was this guy in the what's it called, the Rabbitohs jumper. Mm. And I, it was my first day on stilts. <laughs> Look like Russell Crowe. No, 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 no. Sorry, guy in the jump line. It's a cool story, champ. No, I tripped. And because, you know, people are head height and I was, you know, really tall on the stilts, I put my hand on this guy's head with the Rabbitohs jumper, turned around, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Jeez. You balanced on Russell Crowe's head. Yeah, he was not happy about it. I wouldn't have thought so. Nah, not at all. (laughs) Sorry, sir. Um, That's all right, it's all right, it's all right. All right, Tan, you need some serious work here. Here we go. Um, Guys, how beautiful was the the Manchester concert? Ariana Grande and a swag of stars, including Miley, Katy Perry, Pharrell, Robbie Williams, and, of course, Coldplay. They all performed in Manchester. Raising over four million bucks for families affected by the Manchester tragedy. Mad dogs. So Mm. good. Your second category, Coldplay singles. (laughs) Tan, take the lead. Scientist. Yellow. Oh, I'm terrible. Oh, I can't think of a bloody Coldplay song. See you later. Come on, Bye. I don't like Coldplay. I'm sorry. I know everyone loves Coldplay. I think they're overrated. I think Chris Martin's 
a douchebag. I'm sorry. I don't like him. I hate him, actually. Is that because he called his kid Apple? And a simple I don't know the answer would have also been fine. <laughs> Today is gonna be a good day. This is Weekend Breakfast. Oh. With Ryan and Tanya. Yes, good morning. Ryan, John and Tanya Hennessy hanging out with you till 9 o'clock this morning for weekend breakfast on this long weekend here in Sydney and right around the country. And what, is it Supernova? Yeah, it's on uh, today and tomorrow. Now, you were genuinely surprised earlier <laughs> that there was Terry Hatcher and Dean Kane from the original, what was it, The Adventures uh, of Lois Wilson and Clark. Clark. Yeah, great. It used to be yeah. like a Monday night when oh, I was in grade Oh, I used to five. froth this. You know when you'd actually watch TV? Mm. And it wasn't like Netflix. Yeah, they, I was they all were the about days. this. Um, they've now been replaced in the same slot as Hamish and Andy. So that's kind of... Oh, it's kind yeah. Of the, um, yeah, Monday night. Now, you earlier were trying to say, oh, what's Dean Kane done? No, you were saying that. Well, who was saying that? <laughs> Someone was dissing Dean Kane in the office. You were. No, because I'll defend that guy. Will because you? What's he done since then? I'll tell you. He's obviously the host of Ripley's Believe It or Not. And if someone gives me a piece of what's he doing now, I'll be like, he's quite well, thank you very much. Is he? How old is that? Do we get that show here? You or? know those shows that come on either about 2pm on a Saturday Arvo or 4am on any day? <laughs> That's what When they go, geez, how are we going to fill this next half hour? I don't know. Why don't we chuck Ripley's on? Get um, it on, get it <laughs> on. Get it on. Well, you know, um, I, I keep forgetting that Terry Hatcher did Desperate Housewives because I was like... What's Tess been up to? Yeah. She had that hugely successful yeah, TV show for like 10 to 12 years. So you reckon she'll be getting a few more autographs? Do we know where it is, by the way? It's at Olympic Park. So she'll be getting a few more selfies than Dean Kane. Well, Chris Hemsworth is going, so I mean, you oh. bail on both of them and get crooked <laughs> straight Kane involved and goes, in a Hemsworth. Superman's here, and Hemsworth's like, get out of the way, old man. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll, How old is I'll Dean Kane? Uh, oh, I mean... Who knows? He's probably listening this morning. Morning, morning Dino. Dino. 13, 10, 60. You love to chat. Obviously, a massive, <laughs> massive fan. Hey, coming up next, Tanya's going to give a call to her busy dad. And if you don't know Tanya's busy dad, he's no nonsense. He doesn't like to be mucked around, which is, how do you, would you say you exploit that? Is that uh, nice absolutely, movie? I exploit that. It's Weekend Breakfast with Ryan and Tanya. Tanya's busy dad. I'm extraordinarily busy at the moment. Tanya. Got a busy dad. Now, Tanya's dad is a no-nonsense dad. He runs multiple businesses and they're coffee businesses. So if you imagine a guy who's pretty short anyway and stern, mm. the fact that he's jacked up on coffee and always a little bit on edge. Yeah, and old school. Old like, school. my dad's so old school. Like, he's 60 and he grew up in Broken Hill. Yep. He's no-nonsense. He's no BS. And I'm, like, just only BS. Yep. So we do, you know, have a bit You're of just conflict. BS. I am, though, for real. But um, I like to call him and just, you know... Um, bond with him. Let's use that word. Uh, I called him yesterday because we've got this public holiday coming up. Monday. Oh, heaven, we don't have to go to work. And I thought, wouldn't it be fun if I suggested to my no-nonsense, no-BS dad a daddy-daughter retreat? He's going to froth this. Hello, Kevin Hesley speaking. Hey, Dad. I had a funny feeling it was you. I've just booked us in for a father-daughter retreat. Yeah, so it's three days. So it's all day Saturday, what? all day Sunday, all day Monday. I'll pick you up. I'll pick you up. You just give me petrol money, but I'll pick you up. <laughs> it's in the Hunter Valley and it's three days of like clean eating and yoga and cleansing and body scrub and massages. And um, there is there is a nude day. Do oh. You can do, you know, uh, you can choose your right. own adventure. And then one of the three days, you just talk about your feelings the whole day. So you start. The whole day. No, not 
not in, in a million Um, And also, one of the cool things I thought about it was that they've got a choir, a daddy-daughter choir, and and I think on the Sunday you practice, and then on the Monday you perform for everybody. Okay. Yeah. That sounds... um, And they're all Celine Dion songs, which is good. Oh, great. It's not happening. Your mother's birthday is on, we're just doing that. That's all there is to it. All right? I'm going. I've got work to do. See you later. Dad, I feel yeah. like you are clutching at straws not to hang, hang out, out with me. I think you're clutching at straws. You, this is not a real thing. This is just a wind-up. I don't think... Oh, yes, it is. I've never oh, yes, once it is. called to I'm wind you up. Not doing any of that. But, Dad... Yeah, Tanya, look, knock it off. I'm just going to put a block on this number. I'm just going to talk to my solicitor about this. You just cannot be harassing your father like this. is insane. You sound super pumped about this weekend. No. <laughs> Can I just say, I, I love Busy Dad. I love the harassing of your old man, and I could I don't feel bad at all. No. Until you suggested Celine Dion, <laughs> and I thought, we've gone too far. We've gone too far. <laughs> what have you accidentally thrown out? How's this, Ryan? This will kill you. A dude has thrown out mm. <laughs> a hard drive that had $4.8 million worth of Bitcoins on it. He broke up uh, with his ex-girlfriend, and this yep. is about two years ago, yep. and, you know, they were moving their stuff back into their respective yep. homes, and there was a bunch of tech stuff, and it had a bunch of hard drives, you know, scissors, and, yep. like, random office stuff, and yep. he was like, oh, I just don't need any of it. Just threw it all out. Threw it all out, and then, you know, the... Money has gone up. What do you call it? Bitcoins. Yeah, the, the value's gone up. Value's gone up, and he's done the math on it and gone, "Oh God, I could be a millionaire." Yeah. Gone to find the hard drive. Gone. I threw it out. I threw it I out. I threw it out in that breakup. Four point eight million dollars. Bang. Gone. It's so strange because because Hamish and Andy are going through the same thing. They can't remember the password to their Bitcoin. Who would have ever predicted that the stocks would have gone up like this on the oh, Bitcoin? Oh, they'll go up and come back down. They're worth nothing. Don't waste your time. But um, Well, I would waste my time if I had thrown out $4.8 million. <clears throat> yeah, I'm buying them though. But like for them, they can't remember the password and there's no like... So if you lost your bank card, you, you wouldn't go, oh, I've lost all my house. You would just go to the bank and get another car. Yeah, but because Bitcoin's this so murky underground, yeah. there's no place where you can go, oh, I bought these things. Can there's I no yeah. contact us line. So you lose your hard drive, you lose your password, you lose $4.8 million. Oh, that hurts. It hurts. That it hurts, hurts so bad. Like, okay, I often am the kind of person who likes to throw stuff out. I, yep. I actually kind of enjoy, a bit like it's you. A bit cleansing. Having not a lot of clutter. Yep. I, I like just having what, like just wearing what I wear and everything else just goes in the bin. If I haven't yep. worn it in five years or five months even, it pretty yep. much goes in the bin. So I'm always going to those opportunity bins. The I'm opportunity always chucking bin. stuff in there. What's it called? I have no idea. Yeah, like the, the charity bin. bin. Yeah. Opportunity bin. Yeah. Um, and I'm always throwing stuff out in there. And, you know, you've always got stuff in the back of your car. Some of it's new stuff, some of it's opportunity bin stuff. Yep. And maybe I've thrown out $500 <sighs> worth of sports girl clothes I bought oh, that day. Just straight in the bin. Straight in the bin. And, you know, like they've got that thing. When did you find out? When did I find like it? As figure soon out? as I threw it in. I was like, miscellaneous thing, miscellaneous thing. Yeah, sports girl bag. It's obviously got, you know, old clothes in it. As soon as I put it in and I like, sl- like let the latch go, I was like, <laughs> can't, can't, can you get, can you reach in and. No, it's got this weird 
protectory thing, oh, so you can't of course, put your hands in. And I, I, my heart sank, and I was like, "Can you call them? Can you do something?" Hundred dollars worth of clothes, and had oh. makeup. Just, and I never like replaced it because I was like, "You're an idiot. Yeah, you're, you, you threw it out. Like yep. someone's some some someone who deserves it's going to get those clothes. I mean, well, they didn't deserve it. You bought it. You deserve I, it. I really would have <laughs> liked it, but that's the only way I could justify it. But I don't know how this man is honestly justifying losing four point eight million dollars. Well, I'm sure he's not. <laughs> I'm sure he's so angry. That, that, the whole Bitcoin, why it's so dodgy. Oh, my God. It's honestly the worst. Yeah. All right. 131060, Sydney. What have you thrown out? It's Weekend Breakfast with Ryan and Tanya. What have you accidentally thrown out? This dude threw out $4.8 million worth of Bitcoin. So it was on a hard drive mm. and he'd thrown it out about two years ago and it's gone. It's in landfill. He's literally thrown out... I mean, a lifestyle change. Yeah, and this is why Bitcoins are so dodgy and Hamish and Andy are going through the same thing as well where they've forgotten their password and if you accidentally throw out your credit card or you can't remember your PIN, you you just go to the bank and and you take your ID and they figure it out. Uh, But Bitcoin is just like, no, you've lost the champ, bad luck. What I find particularly awful about this is that like... Yeah, if he still had the password, he would still have this money. It's just that he's thrown out the so actual device mm. where the bitcoins were. Yeah. And to intentionally throw something out not knowing is the worst. I oh. uh, And the moment you figure it out. You want to be sick. I threw out like $500 worth of brand new clothes and that was just horrific yeah. and I'm still yeah. not over it. Luke in Chatswood, what have you thrown out, mate? So basically when I was younger, my grandfather gave to me four golf balls that were very old and a bit tattery, and we thought, oh, let's just have fun and, and smack these away into the into the water. Yep. Mm. You know, just for a bit of fun. Turns out, about seven years later, uh, they put out a thing for people looking for people that have those particular golf balls. Each golf ball was worth $30,000, so I gave away $120,000 in about five minutes of fun. Bang, 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 120 grand. See you oh later. My oh, my God, God. Ryan. I that, feel like oh, you was a money man. Do you that, want to cry oh, I just, that? It just... It just cuts. Wait, where? I mean, can you go scuba diving and find these bad boys? Well, unfortunately, they were made of paper and feather, so more than likely they would have uh, degraded by. Oh my god, that's horrific! Poor thing. How did they find out they were worth thirty thousand dollars? The fact that any golf ball is worth more than a couple of dollars seems real odd to me. Are they some like must like one of a kind antique sort of thing? Or yeah, it was because they were such a rare make type of ball that they they no longer. able to make balls in that particular way. I mean, balls are made out of all kinds of things these days, but back then, <laughs> using paper and feather was such a rare thing that they were like, if anyone's got them, we want them for antique. We want to, you know, put them up in display cases. If anyone's got them, let us know that they're worth now $30,000 for each ball if you've got it. <laughs> I had four of them and I went, ha let's just smack them into the lake. That is unbelievable. Luke, you couldn't have said balls well, uh, more during that. And the fact that Tanya and I's maturity, when someone comes on our family show and says, I just want someone to handle my very rare balls, we just both we lost it. laughed like oh. school children. Dale, Dale, what did you throw out? Oh, about eight years ago, I organised a special day out with my mum and I took my little daughter with me and we were shopping around the mall and she threw out my mother's wedding ring. <gasps> um, and lo and behold, like a little while later, did I find out that this diamond in this ring was like a big family heirloom. Oh, like how like, long had it been in the family for? Uh, so it was like my great-great-grandmother's oh, diamond. Oh, God. Oh, God. And it's hard to put a price, unlike the very rare balls we were just talking about previously, it's hard to put a price on when you say like a family heirloom that's been passed down from generation. It's not like you can go, oh, that sucks, I'll go buy yeah, another one. Yeah, we'll go one. another one from La Vesa. Oh, that's... Oh. Yeah, no.
It's gone. Yeah. How old? Find it. How old was your daughter? Does she know the magnitude of what she did, or is she too no, young to was, kind of understand? I think she was about a year old. Oh well. How old is she now? Uh, she is almost ten. Okay. Well, is she old enough to realise that she's ruined the family? <laughs> <laughs> I've never told her to be honest. She'd be devastated. <laughs> All right, Adam in Punchbowl. Someone from your workplace threw something out. Sixteen and a half thousand dollars cash. <laughs> okay. What? I was the daily takings from the restaurant to work here. And she mixed it up with rubbish and threw it out. Mm. Oh, God. That is horrific. So it just went well, in the she bin. She didn't realise until um, the next day. It just didn't even occur to her. How do you yeah. apologise for that? Like $16,000. Oh, I didn't throw it out. She did. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, what did like, she say? What did she say? Um, I think she had insurance for it. So I guess she was covered. Oh. oh, well, in that case, in that I've case, also thrown 10, out heaps of cash. <laughs> I'm throwing it out all the time. Brian and Tanya. Brian and Tanya. We are about to head out of here, but before we do, Tan, um, mm-hmm. it's a bit of an awkward situation for the show. And I'm going to say the show because we're a team. Yeah, I feel like you're lumping <laughs> me in on something that you've done. So every week or so here on Weekend Breakfast, we'll call a florist and leave a message, and the message is song lyrics. So when we say to the florist, oh, can, can you just read that back to me? They go, yeah, no worries. They read the song lyrics. We do a bit of a remix and it sounds a little something like this. Meet me in the altar in your white dress. So we ain't getting no younger. We might as well do it. <laughs> Been feeling a while, girl, I must confess. So what happens is when we finish recording this, they say, yep, where do you want to send them? I pay for the flowers and I send them to a friend uh, who it's addressed. And every week you'll hear I I say, yep, this one's addressed to whoever. And that was addressed to Brody because I thought, a, if I'm going to sort of waste their time on a prank, or the least I can do is, you know, pay, just for, the flowers. pay for the flowers. See, just I didn't realise you did that. Yeah, well, uh, if someone wasted my time, I'd be like, oh, because, you know, they're just, they're a business. They're trying to go about their day. And I yeah, thought, well, yeah. the worst thing is, is that it costs them a minute to make a sale, and I'll send them to one of my friends so the flowers aren't wasted. Because originally I just made up a fake name, and then I was like, well, that's dumb. I'm paying money, and bloody yeah, Jack Smith is uh, getting uh, the credit for yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, those goes go to Brody. Now, Brody. Him and his girlfriend are just about to move into state. Now, they, they met here and they're about to move. So I guess that's sort of taking their relationship to the next yeah. level. And they've really had to go, well, you know, We're are we just this. sort of dating or are we, we really doing this? And she, uh, Millie, who's the girlfriend, is is quite a progressive, like, power to the ladies type yeah. and is possibly the type of person who would propose to the guy. Oh. Yeah. So uh, at the time where they're having these big, important chats, Brody receives... A message <gasps> saying, "Baby, let's get married. Baby, let's get married." As per our mates in Jagged Edge, of like, course, because the note the note says, says the Baby, lyrics of the married. song. Yeah, and yeah. Millie, Millie's a bit fun and a bit quirky. And again, for her to propose via flowers, it, it, it's not for her. You wouldn't go, "Oh, that's." You just go, "Oh, that's Millie." <laughs> oh my god! So Brody starts getting all excited, and he's oh. like, "Oh." Here it is. We've, we've been saying, are we in this? Are we just dating? Are we just having fun? I don't know where I stand. I've got this new job interstate. I'm going to move. And Millie's just gone, yep, I'm in this. Let's get married. Baby, I'll meet you in the oh altar my in my God. white dress. So he is pumped. He is super pumped. So he's like, yeah, this is great. And he calls Millie and, and he goes, Millie, I've, I've got the flowers. <laughs> I'm so excited. And she goes, as you can imagine. What flowers? Uh, sorry, what? Yeah, she had no and he goes, idea. Yeah, yeah, the, the flowers, obviously they've been sent to my office, so I'm assuming they're from you, like, they're great. And she and not only does she not go, oh, no, that wasn't me, and, and just sort of laugh it off, she goes, 
well, if you're receiving flowers and I'm not sending them to you, then oh God, who's the person sending them to you? Are you seeing someone oh else? I can't believe it. How can I move interstate with someone when you're chatting to other girls and sending little romantic gifts around the place? Oh, my God. So then I send a, a text to, to Brody going, oh, by the way, you know that florist thing I do? Um, I think it's you this week. Enjoy the flowers. And he just replies back, I have not enjoyed the flowers. <laughs> I have quite opposite. Oh. I hate these flowers. Please don't send it. them to me again. Because <laughs> yes. why don't you just send them to Bridget every week? Oh, well, that's what she says. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you for hanging out with us this morning, Sydney. Good luck to everyone proposing or not proposing over the long weekend. Have a great time. Say hi to Dean Kane oh, out at Supernova. Supernova. Yeah, and just enjoy Monday. Just yep. live your best life. Be pantless. All right, well... <laughs> We're just trying to wrap it up. I just hate wearing pants. Well, we can so tell much. if you could just wrap that up, especially <laughs> in the studio. Have a good weekend, everyone. We'll chat to you next Saturday. Ciao. It's Weekend Breakfast with Ryan and Tanya.